Welcome to the Free to Be Show. Do you remember when you were a young girl, joyful, playful, and carefree? Even into your young adulthood, you were very confident and showed up very present and powerful. Yet somehow, when your role changed, you gave up your power to the powers that be. Join me on an exploration of how the inward shows up in our collective consciousness. Are you taking the time to replenish yourself, body, mind, and soul? Are you enjoying the beauty of the full human experience? Are you free? Let's see. Good evening and welcome to the second episode of 2022 of the Free to Be Show. I'm super excited tonight to have Laura Staley. She is, I don't know what to call you. I'm going to call you my soul aligned sister. You know, in fact, tonight when I was trying to figure out what to wear, right? Because I usually wear red. I was like channeling Laura and here I am. <laughs> and we're showing up together in our white. So I, I want to say more about you, but I like when who you are and who you be in the world comes up naturally in the conversation, if that's all right. Oh, that's perfectly fine. And it's it's glorious to be here with you this evening, Cordelia. Truly an, an honor, you know. Uh, yeah, soul sister friend, you know, comes comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's totally appropriate. <laughs> soul sister friend. So, you know, I'm curious, like, um, just spoiler alert, one of the things on in your bio says that you're the founder of Cherish Your World. And I love that phrase. I'm just curious, where did that come from? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's such a great question. Um, I was in a transformational um, six-month um, intensive workshop at the time. There were in-person, you know, leadership and transformation, personal growth, emotional intelligence, and uh, and I knew how much I had fallen in love with the body of wisdom of feng shui. And, um, and I think it pretty much downloaded. I'm also a passionate music listener. I, I love all kinds of music, but I, but I have to admit there's certain, there's certain music that just makes me want to get up and dance. And the word, uh, uh, cherish so cherish your world flowed and just downloaded to me during during that course and you know journaling and then saying it and I thought wow what a great name for for my company because it's it's an it's an encouragement right which I hope feels gentle to people like cherish your world <laughs> as opposed to stop <laughs> grinding your teeth i don't know right not that, that would be a name of a company gosh yeah. i don't know well maybe you know you never know practice. yeah right <laughs> yeah there's like the grind that's talking about coffee so 
And the other thing that I, uh, well, so um, there's a couple songs about uh, out there, you know, cherish is the word I use to describe, right? So there's that one. And then cherish the love we have, cherish, you know, and I I love both those songs, right? And I remember hearing them when I was young, which is really great. Um, And then this was such a stellar moment. The gentleman who helped me put together my first website, and he has since passed away from cancer, which, you know, utterly broke my heart. Um, And uh, he he came to me because I said, oh, gosh, you know, um, I love this name. And I have no idea if it's if it's taken out on the internet world. And he came back to me and he's like, no, it's free and clear. It is yours. And oh gosh, Cordelia, you know, talk about those, those moments when there is just alignment from your heart, your soul, the words that have, you know, kind of, I call it downloaded. Sometimes they upload. (laughs) (laughs) They upload from my gut, you know, from my heart. But a lot of times they'll just, you know, they'll they'll like come in where, however it is that, that those phrases and ideas um, come to us. Uh, It was, it was, it was brilliant. And um, I'm honored to this day to know that my company is called Cherish Your World. Then partly because it's about cherishing your inner world, right? And then cherishing your physical space and then your world of connections, like our relationship, is it, I, I include that in cherishing your, your world, you know, like, oh gosh, cherish our world. You know, you can just, you can use all the different, <laughs> cherish your inner world, cherish your outer world, um, gentle guidance, gentle encouragement to any human being right now. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And you First know, like, the world of your heart, you know, <laughs> definitely. It, that, I, it feels like it definitely comes from a heart space. Uh, um, yeah. I, I hear Sade's song, Cher- Cherish the Day, you know, and uh, because um, my, my thing is, you know, I talk about sweet talk. And yes. so I take love songs and I sing them to myself. So I cherish the day that I found myself to love myself, you know, and um, that's, I was just curious about your story around that because, um, you know, this month I'm focusing on self-love and, um, you know, I entitled our talk, our conversation today, coming home to Mm -hmm. self-love. And so I know like last year we collaborated a couple of times with some other beautiful women for unlearning codependency, you know, and when, you know, I I was interviewed earlier this week, and when you come out of, you know, difficult um, relationships, you know, I I know you, some, some of the women on the panel, they had uh, narcissistic parents, and some were coming out of narcissistic marriages, or, you know, work environments, you know, um, just toxic environments, and you have so many nails right in the form of words coming at you and it's so hard to cherish your Mm -hmm. world your Mm -hmm. inner world or your outer world Mm -hmm. you know and um 
So I'm, I'm just wondering, uh, one of the questions that comes to mind when I think about that is, what did you do to, to speak life into your world? What, how did, what were the other parts of cherishing your world? Mm. Wow. Well, I, I learned very quickly um, when I learned about the practices and the permission to live with physical belongings that I love, that I could let go of <clears throat> all the hand-me-downs that I was grateful to have but weren't aligned with my heart and then take the time to really envision in, in my mind and in my imagination the belongings that would, would actually support and inspire my life going forward. And of course, there are many iterations because, you know, the universe, you know, we were hit with a flood and lost a lot of belongings. But at that juncture, I just thought those things were stuff. Those items were stuff. And yet with the deeper awareness and awakening to these practices and principles of, of feng shui, I realized, wow, no, I could actually have belongings that I cherish and hopefully could cherish for a lifetime. What would it be like to make an investment in even an article of clothing that is so classic and timeless and looks nice on me that I would possibly have it for 20 years? And for those who are not familiar with, I'm sorry, yeah, for those who yeah. are not familiar with feng shui, just really briefly tell us what that is. Yeah, okay. It's very simply, it's um, arranging your physical environment to align with your deepest values and your visions for your life so that your um, home or the office in which you work is, is uh, aligned with your your heart, with your values, what, what actually enlivens and brings life energy to you. And for some people, it, it could look like minimalism. And for those who don't know what minimalism is, it's living extremely simply with the, the very basic foundational belongings in their physical space that 100% that support them you know, a comfortable bed that supports their body to sleep at night, um, the lighting in a room that, that supports them being able to read in the evening, uh, the technology, the, and, but to so streamline those physical objects so that there is minimal clutter. Uh, so that, that definitely was one path the other was to take excellent care of my, my physical body. And I've always loved to be active and I hadn't always given myself permission to do so. Uh, so taking a yoga class really uh, dropped me, helped me drop into my body in a very meaningful way. Reconnecting with my passion for dancing helped immensely. And that, that became another expression of, of ways that I spoke life into this idea of cherish your world. And then of course, anyone who would listen to me and sometimes I would simply just say, 
you know, decluttering, right? And I think a lot of people know, oh yeah, I know I got clutter somewhere, you know? <laughs> and, 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 you know, meet people where they are, right? So I, I would meet people in the, in the place of, of clutter and however it was being expressed and in their space and in mine. And I, I think a huge part of the speaking life into that was this deep recognition that I now had a body of ideas that could serve other people. So being of love and service was a huge part of me um, speaking life into into cherishing your world, and and it all it always begins with me, right? So I'm I'm clearing, I'm clearing, I'm clearing, I'm you know dry, you know, and here I have little kids at the time, and you know my son's moving the table around, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm feng shuiing the dining room, mom. And I'm like, oh okay, because <laughs> he's seen me, you know, doing all all of these activities. And how how old was he? Oh my gosh, he must have been four, four, five. Okay. And, and, and then we would do this uh, donate keep ritual too, because they quickly, you know, so I never, I never interfered with their own process. I really gave my kids, even as a, at, at, a, at really young ages, permission to choose what they held on to and, and what they let go of. And, <laughs> and it was so, it was such, and it was such a practice, Cordelia, because, you know, I had moments, right, where I would be thinking as this adult, oh, man, you never play with that toy, right? And, and um, you know, uh, I, my son happened to have a door open at the time, and he's, you know, he's going through his, his objects. And the, the one thing that I thought for sure he would pull out of there, because he never played with it, he didn't. <laughs> But he pulled, you know, he pulled out some other things and I was like, oh, okay. And you, do you know that not like a week later, all on his own, he comes toddling down the hall with that very toy <laughs> that I had, you know, kind of like been like, you know, and I don't know, did he, I don't think he picked up on my vibe because honestly, I just kept my, ch my mouth quiet. Right. <laughs> That's really important as a parent. <laughs> You know, and uh, I gave him the full permission and freedom as I did my daughter. And it, and I think it it allowed both my kids this this freedom to, you know, have a, a more empowered relationship with their belongings and realize, wow, this Valentine from, you know, last year, I, I don't even remember who this person was. It would be in their treasure box and they would just... You know, my daughter would be like, I don't, I don't, I hardly even remember who this person was. And I'm like, okay, it's, and it's okay. It's okay. You know, I like that because you it's know, like, they, they know they have, they give themselves a permission to let go of the energy of other people that yes. don't feel like that don't, um, you know, feed their heart anymore. Yes. And speaking of which I want to just welcome some people and who are watching fear strategists. I'm not sure who you are. Um, but yes, to meeting people where they are. She agrees with you when you said that. And the lovely and beautiful world-class speaker, Portia Franklin, loved that being of love and service. And, you know, I, I want to talk about being of love and service. Hey there, Portia. Um, because a lot, you know, for me, um, it was very confusing, right? You come into this... Um, new world of, well, for me, you know, as I, as my coaching business has evolved, you know, I've started spending time with different people like you and Portia and, you know, like, um, 
Rich Litvin and Steve Hardison. And, you know, and in that world, they talk a lot about love and service. And that is a leap for people who have been in, um, you know, narcissistic places, right? Where mm -hmm. love and service has a whole different connotation, right? That codependency cool. thing is real. It's yeah. just like, what? I'm just putting <laughs> myself out of that. What are you asking me to do right now? So, you know, that coming back to, oh, right. As a human being, we, you know, have compassion for other people and we have love in our heart. And that makes us want to be of service to others. Like, um, yeah, she mm -hmm. says it's common, right? So like, tell me a little bit more about what that coming home to what love and service really is for you. Oh, what a great question. By the way, everything you've asked me so far, I don't think I've ever been asked before. So oh. gosh, thank you. <laughs> um, and all the other questions have been fabulous also from, from, from other people. This is just, it's a whole new day. Um, boy, coming home to love and service, what that really means for me. Okay. Uh, I, I might start with what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean I'm pushing an agenda. I don't, I don't. I think that's it's, good. So like, uh, let me just say this for those who are listening and watching, take notes on what it's not. Okay. Mm -hmm. So or at least for me, <laughs> at least for me. So for for anyone who has been baited and switched, right? Somebody's come at you and they seem so charming, and or they use fear and flattery to get you in their funnel and pitch you and to have you trip into their funnel. And I, you know, I like didn't even know any of these words until I like got the onslaught at some I don't know talk that I that I went to, and I thought, oh gosh, that is that is. So so not me. Um, it's different. It's even different than help because I actually relate to my clients as incredibly powerful people. They have all the tools inside them. They have the awareness. They have the ability to grow and learn just like I'm always growing and learning. So it's about support as opposed to help. In fact, I love Anne Lamott's quote um, <laughs> that I just recently came across. I'm, I'm not familiar with all of her writings, but I saw this quote in Brene Brown, uh, Dr. Brene Brown's uh, recent book, Atlas of the Heart, where uh, Anne Lamott said, help is the sunny side of control. And I was like, whoa, that was a mic drop moment for me. Oh. So for me, um, oh, yes. uh, coming home to love and service is about support and guidance and offerings, which people can grab a hold of and turn into their own. Uh, because I think once people integrate an idea, and this is what I've done for those who have supported me or offered an idea, or um, I've read a book that just, right? And I'm, I'm having all these dots connect in my mind and in my heart and in my lived experiences. And I, and it just, it, it, it's so great because if somebody integrates an idea in their own life and their own expression, they've got it forever. Yeah. Right. And so being of love and service to me is loving a person enough to know that they are able and capable. I used to say that often to my mm -hmm. children, you are able and capable. You, you have it inside of you. Now, of course, when, when they were, they were an infant, I wasn't saying, gee, you're able and capable of, you know, writing. No, writing like when they're an infant, you just yeah. and kiss them a lot. <laughs> and they know. Right. Right. 
you know, and in in gentle encouragement sometimes to, you know, uh, have somebody stretch into ways that they haven't before, but leave it as an idea and let it percolate. So for instance, I had I did a decluttering workshop and there was a, a woman who showed up and she said, I'm not ready to take action. I honored that Cordelia, Cordelia, because I knew all the ideas and the other people, uh, other ladies on the uh, in the class, many of them were ready to take action. They had already been taking action. She wasn't there yet. She needed it to percolate. And, and uh, again, it's kind of that going back to love and services about meeting people where they are and listening and asking really good questions. So I've walked into a person's, a client's bedroom before, right? And I have all the ideas of what's kind of like optimal for, you know, their their nervous system and a good night's sleep and et cetera. But rather than, you know, pummeling them with all of that information or ideas or educating them, I'll ask, how do you sleep at night? Mm. And if the person looks at me and says, I sleep great. I sleep like a baby. I'm like, okay, well, tell me what else is happening in your bedroom. Is there anything else that, you know, you struggle with? What, you, what would you like to be different you know, that's a great question to ask. Yeah. What would and you like? To be different? And, and it's, yeah. ah, right. And then, then really, really listen to what the person says, listen from your heart, listen from your whole being. So for me, love and service is about deep, deep listening and asking those meaningful questions um, and kind of reflecting back to the person to make sure that you you really deeply heard them and you got the emotion in which they spoke it. You got their energy <laughs> expressions because there's there are times that I'll be like, well, you know, tell me about this this picture. And they'll be like, you know, and I, can, and I see their body just all kind of like curl in on themselves. And and I will take in that information and kind of reflect it back by saying, gosh, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you know, your kind of whole body kind of curled in on yourself and, and you, you sound so agitated about this photograph and they're like, wow. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the non fit was showing up everywhere in their tone of voice, the words that they were choosing um, and their body and their body language. Uh, so it's, it's listening from that, that, that whole, whole place. And obviously being able to do that for myself is foundational. So for, for those who want to be of love and service to others, yeah, yeah, I think it's just like essential and foundational to be love and service to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. When we nurture and nourish ourselves, then we come from all filled up. I don't need anything from you. This isn't not about tit for tat, right? It's truly about genuinely being for the other, the other individual and there to inspire, educate, guide, ask those rich questions. And, and I love doing that. And then I love the moments when people are like, they just need to hear themselves. <laughs> right. And I'll be like, okay, that, that thing that you just said, that, 
that's you. That's da, 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 da. that's what you want in your house. You know, or they'll go, oh, there's a, you know, there's a drawer they'll open and they'll be, you mean like this? And I'll be like, yes, you know, because they're so joyous, right? And I'm like, okay, that joy that you're feeling right now, more of that in every room of your house, right? <laughs> um, and and every relationship that you have, you know, is it nurturing, is it nourishing you? from a, at a very fundamental level. And if it's a difficult relationship that you have to be in, can you take good care of yourself first before you interact with that individual or know that you're in a space to interact with them and then yeah. be ready to bail if you need to bail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you've really unpacked a lot there. I mean, I'm hearing first and foremost that you're talking about having a deep soulful love for yourself Mm. You can where you are like a full container. Mm. And um, from that place, you can be love and service. And then you um, become like a, a sounding soul for other souls, right? To, uh, to uh, you know, just drink from your overflow. Mm. That's what I mm. really mm. Um, am mm. feeling and everything you said. Mm. Um, I also love where uh, you were talking definitely um, about the, the deep listening and, and asking the right questions. And at the end there, you were talking about even if you're in a difficult relationship, you know, at, at some point you'll know when to bail. And I know like you and I have both been in difficult relationships and I think it was the Though this, you know, we had like a similar kind of situation where you took, you, you created this business, cherish your world, and you were like over years building yourself up from the inside until you were so full that you squeezed out the relationship that didn't serve you anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that was the beginning of the coming home to love. I want to um, do two things. We're going to take a really brief break and, um, I see that Epec is here. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and Elise is here. Um, thank you for being here. And I'm just going to put on a little 30 second commercial and we'll be right back. It was really quick. <laughs> you know, I, I also want to like bring in here that as you can see, you know, Laura's very gifted with words. And um, so one of the other things that she is, is an author. And of course, she's written um, a book called Live with Love, Transform Your Life with Feng Shui. And um, she also has, uh, what is your, your most recent book is the Abundant Heart book, right? Right. Yeah. And, and the other one just is um, let go courageously and live with love, transform your life with function. Oh, and, and it's okay. okay. <laughs> but but that let go, I, I, I like the fact that it is that let go courageously <laughs> at the, at the beginning. Right. But yes, yes. Um, yeah. And thank you for, 
mentioning the the books. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, and, you know, before we came on tonight, one of the things that we were discussing was the fact that um, she writes articles on LinkedIn, too, like as if writing books is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and and whenever I see that she's written another article, I, I, I say, oh, five minute read. Oh, Laura Staley. Yeah. OK, I'm going to wait until I'm sitting down and fully present. Um, because a five-minute read from Laura Staley is a gift. It is it is an actual pouring into just as if you're talking to her. And so, if you um, do, if you uh, have, if I ever like tag you on a post that she wrote, know that this is not you know I'm just going to be scrolling while I'm in line at the grocery store. You have to sit down with your tea for this, you know. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ah, that was an incoming and I actually allowed it into my heart. So thank you. That was, I'm humbled and honored by your very loving words and appreciation for the, the density um, and tea cup. Uh, yeah. Cup of tea. It's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, I know we were laughing earlier that it's so rare. In fact, I have a friend that I, I, I text on a weekly basis. Right. And, and, and then he'll eventually get back to me when he can. And, and I have often, and they're just like riffs, right? <laughs> I just, actually, I text this way with my, my, my index finger. <laughs> and I said, well, you, you, you know that something has absolutely happened if, if someday I just do one word. <laughs> That's true. We were talking about that. I was like, I, was like, yeah, I, busy. I know, I will know that, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> But then just for fun, I think I did one day just, you know, send out um, love. I think that's that, that was the word I, I chose. <laughs> and then just kind of had to do a tee afterwards. <laughs> but it, even like, if you are going to pick one word, like love is pretty dense. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, let, oh. let's just pick a word that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> That, that doesn't happen. So, um, you know, feel free. I, I love the comments. And um, but this conversation is about coming home to self-love. So if you have any questions, if you're struggling with this right now, um, I love the takeaways. Listening with all senses and heart. I love all you both said about listening and being in service. And, you know, Epec is another one. She's like, she is love and service. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> you know, radiating. <laughs> yeah, like that—that's her entire essence. So, oh, and she's a few a huge fan of feng shui as well. So, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm really curious though. Um, when it came to moving on to the next steps of your life after squeezing out the relationships that didn't serve you. Like, how did you declare who Laura Staley will be? Mm -hmm. Wow, oh, such a good question. Um, so one of the things that I had learned from these different workshops, transformational workshop, leadership workshops, is sometimes you just like declare, you make a declaration. 
and when my my 22 year marriage came to a close and I got it like it like I I, I percolated <laughs> for quite some time and then it went in gut heart mind everything and then the final um <laughs> what does it call it straw the straw that broke the camel's back or you know that final um incident on the day that I was driving my daughter to college for her freshman year um I soon after that I declared Laura Staley single happy free mm-hmm. and and every one of those words meant so much to me right and it it anchored me in in taking all the many thousands of actions that I needed to take going forward to to live into that declaration including what freedom looked like and how it would get expressed what singlehood looked like and how it would get expressed and how I would embrace that and step into it even as I grieved all the loss right because clearly when you're in those transition moments there's the woohoo or at least there was for me like woo-hoo, yeah woo-hoo, there's woo-hoo, definitely the woohoo and then there's the boohoo right and um and not to and and not to make light of that because the grieving was intense yes. um, and deep, and in, in a way it was kind of like for the for the whole life that I thought I could have had, would have had, you know, all of that. Um, those ideas sometimes you have in your mind, and then you, you and then you're staring right at the reality of what you're actually living, <laughs> and you and you just can no longer live that in that reality in that rupture (laughs) let's put it that way uh so yeah that was the declaration that that i made and i also made one for my son who was who was uh struggling a great deal at the time um and that was for his for his thriving life you know it was his name his first name and then um thriving life and 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 i kind of held it like whatever that looks like for him uh declarations i think are are i can be really powerful. I know there's a lot of talk about having a word for the year. That's a great idea too. Because kind of like you said earlier, one word can mean so much. Uh, and I've chosen my word of the year for 2022 to be. Save it to the end because I'm going to ask you. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> ask you. I didn't know. Close this out. Just one word again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And you know, I, I feel like this is, um, you, you were talking about when you were going through that period of these transformational workshops, intensives really matter. They are so transformative. I mean, I, I went to an intensive in Bali and I'm going to have that person on later on in the month. And I've done, you know, other like six month intensives and there is no greater transformation than being in a container that is built for you. Right. And you know, vibrationally Mm -hmm. that this, you know, the alignment is there and your transformation is meant to happen in this safe space with, you know, um, of course, with the, the leading coach or coaches. And of course you become so close with those people, you know, the other participants in the container. And so, I'm, I'm calling mine joy and presence and it starts in April. So, you know, 
we are like products of what that looks like. You know, you, you are just really held and, and so safe in that. Um, I, I want to talk about the, the other thing we were talking about before we came on live, which is um, I'm reading the book of uh, being right now, you know, the ultimate coach. And one of the things in there is talking about creating a document or your, your created life. Mm -hmm. And like, this is something that you did organically after having been in all these transformational intensives, right? So you just, the other, the other side of, you know, declaring free, single, happy Laura, right? Then we have this whole document that you wrote out. And, and what was it about? If you're willing to share, you don't have to tell oh. us anything. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No, no. Oh, um, Oh gosh. Yeah. So, so I knew I wasn't done with love, like intimate love. And I'm so sorry. I get to plug in here. I've got it. I've, I've, I've got it right here. <laughs> Me and technology. Um, okay. December, 2015. And I had gotten practiced at, at, at so many of these tools, but I knew I, I really did want to experience before I kicked an, an intimate love relationship. Uh, so I, I wrote down um, and I started it. I'm so happy and grateful now that. And then I just poured out from my heart that, that December everything that I could imagine experiencing in an intimate relationship with a man. Uh, and then fast forward. And of course I continue to do so much more work. And I tucked, I tucked that away. Cause often they say, yeah, tuck it away. <laughs> and yet it also felt like, oh my gosh, in Mary Poppins, when the children, uh, the dad, I guess, rips up the letter. Cause they've, they've spoken all the ideas for the nanny that they want to have right and he's just all upset he's like ah yeah we're never having that and you know and he rips it up and it flies up the chimney <laughs> well, there, there's a there was a part of me <laughs> right that just wow um so i did tuck it away and then you know uh continued to engage my deep work to forgive myself, to love myself. I also uh, journaled 21 days to the love of your life, which I highly recommend that book. It's 36 fabulous questions. I put the timer on. I love to write. And for 21 days, I poured my heart out, cried, you know, the whole thing and just wrote and wrote and wrote until the timer went off. I chose 45 minutes. Some people choose 15 or 10 or whatever it is. And then I just, to, and I would start at question number one. If I had finished all 36, I would just go back to question number one. And that, that document I did burn on day 22 because that those are the instructions and they were specific questions kind of like you know what's the background of, of your love what's you know uh what does he do for a living or what is your love because it, it you know um them he she them it could include your you know your person um and i just i had a ball with it just did, who is your love if if your love were a plant what would the plant be? And if your love was a tree, what, what do they like on their hot dog? I'm like, okay, <laughs> don't even eat hot dogs. <laughs> you know, and I just, you know, you eat I, that stuff. Right, right. I know. And, you know, and if he does, he, he gets to be with his dude friends, you know, <laughs> for a couple of days. Cause you know, anyway, oh my gosh. Um, but, 
yeah, so I did that and I and I tore it up in February, February of 2017. And then I paid my $20 and joined single single mingles and went to an event. I had a woman friend say, Oh gosh, it's all gonna be women. I said, That's okay. I've been business networking. It'll be great to make some new friends. And if it's all women, fantastic. I'll I'll make new friends. And knowing that it, this was social and, and not business was just kind of a relief, honestly. Yeah. But, but I go and there were there were four women and eight men. <laughs> wow, that's surprising. Oh my gosh! And and the group over at this end of the table that I that I went and and joined, they were talking about all the things that I love. And the man who is now in my life, just, you know, he smiled. He, when he smiled, he just, I swore he twinkled at me. And it was funny because I put a couple sentences on the profile when I joined a single singles mingle. And um, I said something about, well, I'm a feng shui person. And I just, I, I'll, I'll know when I see him because he'll probably sparkle. And I thought, Aww. okay, twinkle, sparkle. You know? And I was like, well, there it is. <laughs> and, and he, he reached out that evening. I only had 45 minutes because I had another commitment. And, and it was so funny because I was just like, so myself, you know, listening, interacting, just being me and, you know, full of joy and um, and I and I just remember leaving, going, okay, I just left them a Laura appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know me yet, but you know what? You know, just That's like all you little, need. Little, you know, something, yeah. something. But he reached out, and um, you know, soon after that, um, you know, we 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 met, and uh, neither of us really drink coffee. Occasionally, I'll have a decaf, but you know, like Cordelia, can you imagine me? Caffeine, I'm like, no. <laughs> right? It would be like a peeler off the peeler off the ceiling. But um, uh, at any rate, I discovered uh, that he loves the poetry of of Mary Oliver, and there's a whole deeper story besides that. And that one's actually in the book, um, that essay and full story, which is so hilarious and fabulous. Um, is in the book Crappy to Happy, where I have that essay included in the the, the whole book that was uh, published with Sacred Stories Publishing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, wow. You know, and now I'm living, I'm living the experience of coming home to an intimate love relationship that I, that continues to, what I, the two things that I'll say about that and there's so much more, but um, I stopped deflecting love mm. in all of its expressions. So when he began saying, you are so beautiful, and he meant it, he means it even to this day from his heart, I'm able to receive yeah. <laughs> um, and, and let it into my heart. And of course, you know, I had been affirming, you know, in the mirror, you know, sort of like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that I was beautiful. But to hear it from another human being from their heart, oh, it, it's just, there's a majesty to that. And then, um, so not deflecting and not having my love deflected, because it's amazing how much we can uh, barrier our hearts yeah. Right. We can say thank you and occur very courteous when incoming kindness um, happens. 
And yet actually receiving it in the heart does not give you a big head. <laughs> so I learned that one. Yeah. So, so no longer deflecting, right? And not, and so when I pay him a compliment, so for instance, he's not used to hearing that he's handsome. I think, I personally think he's sexy and handsome and I don't care what anyone else thinks, right? Because <laughs> in my eyes, he's, he's handsome and he's sexy. And, and so he, he, he's learning to, receive that in his heart mm -hmm. because I realized that this whole love thing and self-love it's about not having your love expressions deflected because mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like giving someone a gift and having them go <laughs> you know and you're like when you, when you receive, it's a gift for the other person yeah, yeah, where you thought about it and you really paid attention to what you thought they wanted. And and I don't and I don't even mean necessarily a you know a tangible physical object, but it could be a genuine heartfelt compliment. Like the one you you paid to me or like you offered er earlier that just I got tears in my eyes and and I was like, oh, "Okay, breathe <laughs> it's okay well and and i'm i and i know you cordelia have so many all the languages of love right and and then some right and and i do too and to have those received by another human being and not deflected and 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 have them not you know whether it's you know, touch or quality time or, or, or words of a genuine heartfelt appreciation, you know, for another person to receive that. Oh, it's just, it's sublime. It's just sublime. Uh, and I, and, and I'm in that experience and, um, I, I, it just bonus round. Yeah. <laughs> All I can say is I'm, I'm in a bonus round. And, and I told him because he's like, you know, I'm, a, I'm a little bit older than you. Well, maybe I'm a lot of bit older than you. Are you sure? You know? And I said, you know, it's the Maya Angela quote, you know, how someone makes you feel right. And I said, if it's five weeks, five months, five years or a lifetime, I'm all in. I'm all in for this, this journey. And, uh, you know, when we continue in, to learn and grow. I mean, we recently had a had a bit of a, a, a rupture, you know, and I think it was pandemic informed. And I learned that I, I have three containers. I must have alone, uninterrupted time for myself. I must have intimate, you know, together time with him. And I must fill the third bucket. <laughs> Which is which is what we're doing through technology right now, Cordelia, and it is essential for my mental and emotional health to have all three of those. I call them my buckets, and and that and, and in a way, that's me making sure that I'm loving myself in in all those different uh, in those different ways. So contact with people who um, mean the world. To me uh and the people that i'm getting to know uh yeah so yeah. <laughs> I, yeah i love that you know i i, I was sharing gabby is a, is a new friend of mine also um through the the book club i i'm gonna call it the book club um and she was saying i'll, I'll just show it again she said uh hi cordelia and laura i am most grateful to be to being present here and now with both of you 
Um, thank you so much for your loving blessings now, loving you. So, um, and that's what it feels like when you, um, when you fill up your buckets, right? And, and that's another part of coming home to self-love, knowing that you have buckets, what they are, and that you're <laughs> making sure that they're either leveling off or overflowing. So, you know, um, oh. yeah. A hundred percent. And not everybody has those. I mean, it's like for each person. So for instance, um, my sweet love, Paul doesn't have, he has different, I would describe it as he has different buckets. His need for social interaction is, is not what it, he's much more introverted. Um, he's thrilled to, you know, spend time uh, alone, uh, forwarding his own business. Uh, he enjoys people's company very, very much, but it's not a bucket. It, I don't think he would describe it as a bucket that needs to be filled for him to feel whole and um, uh, inspired <laughs> to, to live each day. So yeah, so for each of us, it, it's, it's like learning what those are. That's, that's a really good point, Cordelia. Yeah. And it's so important. I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up too, you know, because it's, it's really important that we are aware that mm -hmm. um, our depth, we are aware of our own depth. And, yeah. um, you know, that's something that can happen inside of a relationship. And it also has to happen always on your own, because the first loving relationship, the first intimate relationship is with yourself. And when you come home to what that is in your heart, mm. then you're whole, right? You're, you're like a, you're a, a full soul and mm. you can, you can really radiate and emanate who gets to be in your presence. Yeah. And, you know, that goes for your, um, you know, your friends, the people you do business with. And um, all, all sorts of people, not just intimate relationships. So I really appreciate like, oh, man, this conversation was like so much <laughs> fuller and deeper than, you know, actually not that I had any expectations. I just knew it was going to be amazing and loving. So I, I really appreciate you, Laura, for sharing so much of yourself, so much of your heart. And now we get to find out what is your one word? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, uh, openness. Mm. I just love that word. <laughs> and and kind of after a lifetime of living, kind of protected and maybe hidden and maybe even uh, at times invisible on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Openness is like wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my that's my word for 2022. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it. Mine is free. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel that over here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna start dancing in a minute. I know. <laughs> I wanna I wanna thank everyone who was here with us live. Tony Wilson, Gabby, Portia. Um, EPEC. Um, and for those of you who really um, benefited, even if you listened for a few minutes, um, go back and listen to the beginning and share, 
sharing is loving, share with another heart. And, um, but most importantly, take note of your own heart and come home to loving you with self-love. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining the conversation. Now take the time to reflect, introspect, and implement at least one action. Be in your body, be in your soul, be in your spirit. You know, be free. Until next week.